Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Jeremy White. If you're making chicken cacciatore, you don't need cantaloupe. And Joe DiBiase. You don't need it. But you could have it. You make chicken cacciatore, you swap out all the pieces of chicken for little pieces of cantaloupe. Your special has now become not very special. You have to do a great job of shaping the cantaloupe to make it look like chicken. That's not that hard to do. What, what is that? What is that? People are looking at their chicken cacciatore to decide if there's cantaloupe in there. <laughs> Maybe they are now. I'm done. Standing here with a bunch of idiots. Good luck, superstars. All sports, all the time. And apparently a little food talk, too, on WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to talk about the elephant in the room right off the bat. It's not in the room, it's outside. Um, you know, maybe you wake up in the morning, maybe the alarm goes off, you're still in bed, we pop on, you hear this station, you hear my voice, sorry, good morning, hi, uh, don't look outside. Right, Josh? There's snow on the ground. If you, uh, <laughs> I was going to try and soften the blow. Oh, uh, I, I, I like when people just tell me stuff right <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, you, have, you have a couple options. One, you know... Suck it up, get through a day, because it's supposed to be nice again by the end of the day. We knew this this little plunge in the weather was coming, and then by tomorrow, we're right back in the 50s. But today, the high is 30, and there's snow on the ground. It got cold and windy fast yesterday. I don't know where you were. I was at home, and I had to run errands right before dinner, and, you know, the last 
week or so, it's been getting nicer and nicer, and I'm going out in a T-shirt and maybe some shorts mixed in, comfy shoes. I walked outside yesterday running these errands, and I did the thing where you yell and swear out loud to no one, like, jeez, like you're almost yelling at the wind itself. It was, it was rough. It was a rough adjustment, Josh. I, I, don't, I was ready to declare winter over. I, if I'm looking at the 10-day the forecast, the lowest high after today is 46. Like we're we're cruising. I think what's most shocking is on Monday it's going to be 68. Yes, like that's crazy to me that it's 22 right now and it feels like eight degrees, and in four or five <laughs> days it's going to be almost 70. The real feel is eight. That's that's real. I mean, I call it the real feel. I guess got to be real. The real feel is eight degrees because of the wind chill. It's not exactly surprising. Maybe we're having this one-off day because it is a leap day. Happy February 29th, right? We've got this day that happens once every four years. So it's got to be an outlier. But, man, there's actual snow on the ground. Uh, if you have a car starter, start it. <laughs> Get it ready. Get it warmed up. I'm the kind of person that once I get to this time of year, I've already decided I'm not wearing a winter jacket again. I didn't. I didn't today. I wore, you know, just like a quarter zip and a vest, and I will. I don't care. Real feel eight. Mm-mm. Feels like that's losing. I walked out to my car and I pulled on the handle to open it, and I thought it was still locked because the door was frozen shut, and wow. I heard like the. Crunchiness, the crunchiness in like the the seal on the door as I opened it, and I pulled it, and it didn't open. And I double checked my lock to see if it was still locked, and then I pulled it again harder, and it was like, wow, like I haven't had to do that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, like, yeah, didn't expect that this morning. No, so prepare yourself emotionally for the, the the sight of snow. I mean, last night before going to bed, I saw flurries, flakes, a little bit, but I, I did not expect to get up and see honest to goodness accumulation in the yard, which is where we're at so anyway prepare yourself there's snow on the ground could i tell you that i had a very very loose sabers comparison come to mind about this snow it's i know this is what my brain is broken all the time anyway and it's just this so the say <laughs> you're looking at me like what on earth could they just go with me for a second here. i think i know where you're going but maybe i'm ah, wrong Let's, maybe you do I'll hear you out so coming out of winter into summer is a sometimes slower process than you'd like, but you can definitely see that it is happening. All right. Last week we had 50s. We had sunshine a couple days in a row, really nice weather. And then, hey, that's weird. There's one day in there where that progress looks like it went backwards. And then the next day it looks like we're going to get back on track. You see where I'm going? Yeah, I, that's not where I thought you were going, but I definitely see it now. That's that's pretty good. It's, you know, sometimes on a, a, a ascension or on some sort of slower than you'd like it to be coming out of winter into spring and nicer weather, there's that one day that pulls back and makes you think, wow, are we stuck here forever? And maybe that's the saber season. It's a fluke. Well, you know, it's just a occasional... Mm, blip, an occasional uh, slip, whatever you want to say. Where did you think I was going? Because that, that means you had your own thought about how to compare this weather to the Sabre season. I thought it was about 
you know, showing up at the last minute for one last gasp and then <laughs> going away forever. That's what I thought you were going with. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. Good morning. Jeremy White with you. Joe's out today. Nate is in, coming in at 7 o'clock. Nate will join me for the rest of the show. Josh Schmidt is here producing. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll chat. Sal's coming up from the Combine. He'll join us at 7 o'clock. And at 8 o'clock, Anthony Prohaska from Cover One. You might see him posting stuff online. Maybe you don't. That's okay. He's all the time chopping it up, chopping up film, talking about these receivers, these defensive linemen. I might, every time I get a guest and I say, as I'm asking the guest to come on, I promise you I won't only ask you about wide receivers. I promise you we'll eat our vegetables. We'll do the other positions. We'll do all that stuff. So that's coming up at 8 and, uh, yeah, a lot of other stuff along the way. I did, I did see something about the receivers that I found interesting about one guy in particular that I wanted to get to early because it actually there's it's a bit of a callback. Brian Thomas Jr. Maybe you've seen him mocked to the Bills. Maybe that's your favorite idea. Brian Thomas Jr., wide receiver, LSU, the second best receiver on his team. The draft is so good, by the way, for that. If you want to talk down any one player, you just – you find something and you say it, and it doesn't have to mean anything. Like, oh wow, you'd re- he's second best guy in his own team because Malik Neighbors is on this LSU team. So if you want that, you can have it. But anyway, if you if you today at any point pull up highlights of Brian Thomas Jr., I have a comparison to make to Sammy Watkins, and that and not in any sort of way to be it's not going to work out. Trading up for him would be bad. Nothing like that. I just I saw something from Brett Coleman today about Brian Thomas Jr. that I found really interesting and highlights, I think, highlights what the job of the draft is. And, you know, sometimes this goes without saying. Sometimes it's important to remind ourselves that what we're watching these teams try to do, not exactly we're trying to do it. I'm not out here scouting him myself. I'm waiting to see what the Bills decide to do with their roster and some of these players. And I think the Bills are an example of a team that really does a good job with what I'm about to get to. So this goes back to Sammy Watkins. So when the Bills trade for Sammy Watkins, I don't know if you remember that year leading up to it. Watkins was a receiver that was near the top of another class that was supposed to be a great wide receiving class, right? The 2014 NFL Draft had Watkins. It had Mike Evans, Odell Beckham Jr. And we saw... A lot of pre-draft, hey, there's a good group of receivers. And I'm not even really sure if we if we had a wide receiver train going. It's 10 years ago, right? 10 years ago, we're sitting there trying to get a quarterback for E.J. Manuel. I remember being big on Mike Evans, and most of the arguments about that were, is Evans the reason the Texas A&M offense was great, or was it Johnny Manziel? And of course, you know, in retrospect, at least from the NFL scouting point, it's Mike Evans. But that class has Watkins, Evans, Odell Beckham Jr., Brandon Cooks, Calvin Benjamin, Marquise Lee, I'm in the second round now, Jordan Matthews, former Bill, Paul Richardson, don't remember him, Devontae Adams goes in the second round, Allen Robinson in the second round, Jarvis Landry in the second round. Like Just in the first two rounds, guys that ended up having nice NFL careers, guys that made Pro Bowls, it is Evans, Odell, I don't think Benjamin made one. But two of those guys at the end, Devontae Adams did, Allen Robinson did, Jarvis Landry did. Anyway, back to Watkins. So 
I saw this thing about Brian Thomas Jr. It made me think of Watkins, and what was that? Sammy Watkins, when he was coming out of the draft 10 years ago, yes, I remember, there was a number on him. I'm not going to remember the exact stat, but it was how maybe 50 or 60% of his targets were at or behind the line of scrimmage. And the knock on Watkins was, I don't know if he can do everything because look at where they throw him the ball. He he constantly gets screens, bubble screens. A lot of his potential targets, a lot of his skill set in that Clemson offense is screens. And are you going to draft a receiver at the top of the draft if you don't really know that he can do everything else? I mean, Watkins, of course, showed plenty of physical gifts, had great hands, but the way that Clemson used him was as a bubble screen guy. Kind of like the way the Bills used Diggs at the end of this year, a little bit. Like Diggs caught passes that were close to the line of scrimmage in an effort to just get in the ball. And that's what Clemson did with Watkins. And I can remember their coaches talking about it up to the pre-draft process. We haven't necessarily quite gotten full into the college coaches pump up their guys towards getting them up in the draft yet. I mean, that has happened a little bit. That'll happen a little more. But the Clemson coaches explained a few things. One, they did it because they wanted to get the ball into Sammy's hands. And two, the way that teams played him, they threw him the ball close to the line of scrimmage in, in an effort to kind of break them out of defenses and how they would how they, they would defend Watkins. So what the Bills had to do, what every team would have had to have done that year in the draft, is, all right, remove him from the offense and what what do we see that he can do? Do we see the footwork that will allow him to run a full route tree? Do we see the ability to track the ball deep down the field on those ones that he was thrown down the field? And this is true of a lot of receivers, a lot of this year's class as well. And it's a reminder that, you know, the job is scout the player, not the results. You know, you watch the highlights, you watch the film, all the film is is results. And there could be more in there. And if I think about the Bills and how they've done this in the past, Two prime examples, and there are, there are going to be multiple others if you want to bring some up, if you can think back. Multiple examples of drafting a guy that did not have experience doing a thing, and the Bills didn't care. They went for athleticism, or they saw that the player in question had those abilities. I'll give you two off the top of my head, and I'm sure there's more. If you can think of one, you can add it into this conversation at 803-0550. Number one, I think about I think about is Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary, when he's at college, did not catch the ball out of the backfield, and the Bills didn't seem to care. That's fine. We think he can do it. And he came here, and he was not exactly a full pass-catching back, but he got thrown the ball plenty, and that's a guy who, on the scouting report in college, would have been like, well, he doesn't catch many passes. Turns out he can. Bills did not fear what he couldn't do in the offense because he wasn't asked to do it. Another is, of course, Dawson Knox, right? Dawson Knox, tight end, no career touchdowns in college. How good could this guy be? He never caught a touchdown in college. Okay, not a problem. They see the skill set, they bring him here, and he's had a nice career. You know, not every pick is going to be a massive boom or a massive bust. You have guys that are just pretty good and showcase what they can do in the league. And that brings me to this stat I had on Brian Thomas Jr. that reminded me of all this, and I'm really eager to see what the Bills, of course, do in the draft. And, you know, we've got more than 50 days till we get there. But whatever. I think it's a constant talking about it and thinking about it with the Combine. So Brett Coleman of 
Where's Brett Coleman? I gotta find out. Sorry, let me let me double check this. He does his own stuff. Great film studies. Great long breakdowns of offenses during the season of draft prospects. And anyway, Brett Coleman does a great job. He had a stat on Brian Thomas Jr. and on Malik Neighbors, for that matter. The LSU offense. What was it? LSU offense in the passing game with Jaden Daniels and those two receivers was tons and tons of slot fades. So much so that on slot fades or go routes, that what you saw was go routes from the slot all the time and go routes from Brian Thomas Jr. and go routes from Malik Neighbors. LSU had two receivers with with incredible speed. I saw both referred to as speed merchants on Danny Kelly's The Ringer mock draft and player comps. But Brett Coleman pointed out that 60% of Brian Thomas's Brian Thomas Jr.'s targets were on go routes. That he ran down the field, he ran away from people and that was it. And if you're the Bills, you've got to figure out, okay, can he do the rest of it, and you don't have as much of a body of work to find that out. But Brian Thomas Jr. was constantly running go routes. And if you if you watch the highlights, I mentioned this maybe a week ago or a week or two weeks ago to somebody. If you go pull up Brian Thomas Jr., what you're going to see is a lot of Gabe Davis-like touchdowns. And by that I mean, you know, what did Davis do for the Bills? He He ran go routes a lot. He ran deep down the field. That was something that he was constantly doing, running past the defender, throw it over the top. And this gets to a lot of the conversation about the wide receiver train and what, what guy you might like. The scouting reports are on what they've done, on athleticism, on skill sets, but one of these guys or two of these guys is going to be asked to do more and they're going to flourish in it. And just to point this out, if I told you there's a guy in this year's class that people are comparing by people I see, like three or four different draft comps, and you know, comps are dangerous because they can create expectation. But there's a couple in this class that have a CD Lamb comp, and it's not a guy that's expected to go in the first round. CD Lamb, because he's smooth in the way he runs his routes. Adnai Mitchell. He might not go in the first round. He might. Do the Bills look at him and see the skill set of C.D. Lamb? If I offered you C.D. Lamb to enter this Bills offense, would you take it? Like, uh, yeah. That's a guy that was drafted in the first round and blossomed pretty quickly. Lamb in his first two seasons didn't have a ton of targets, but he had good production. And his targets in the last two seasons have almost, well, not quite doubled, but gone up considerably and... It's kind of like, it's not exactly the Diggs timeline, but there are lots of receivers that, given the opportunity to do more, will do more. And maybe that's why so many of them ask for the ball, want the ball, want to be in an offense that passes it more, because, you know, there's skill and then there's opportunity. And for Brian Thomas Jr. in this spot, there's a there's plenty of chatter. When we ask draft analysts, what do you think? Who Who's the guy that could, A, come in and contribute right away, and B, develop into a full-time number one, one of the answers you get is Brian Thomas Jr. because he's so good at the one thing. He's so good at the thing that Gabe Davis used to be really good at, or still is. And Davis is obviously a big part of this offense, and if you wanted to just replace 
Davis with a young player that has a somewhat similar skill set, size, speed, vertical routes, but will add more in. Obviously, that never really happened with Davis. And with Brian Thomas Jr. of LSU, maybe that's something you can do. A lot of this, a lot of these same points could be made for Troy Franklin, who is a speedster. You see plenty of stuff down the field, but you do see more over the middle. Can he develop into a number one? And that's that's big on the Bills' goals. You know, if you're if you're someone that's uh, tired of all the wide receiver talk and tired of the wide receiver train, I regret to inform you, we might still be here next year <laughs> because. Don't don't give me that look, Josh. Don't sigh. No, 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 no. Every, I, if you, I, because if they draft one and then cut Diggs, which a lot of people say. Oh, I see what you're saying. A lot of people okay. are up now would say, okay, fine. Diggs can stay for another year. Perhaps a departure is more likely next year. Okay, then you got to go get one. See, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were going in the vein of like, what if they just don't draft one and we're here again? Oh next year no, this no, time? no, 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 no. The the league will not let the draft happen without the Bills taking one. They reverse the pick. The second round, the second if they if they go defense in the first round, and in the second round they take something other than receiver. Goodell would walk on the podium and like hold up, hold up, hold up, guys. No, Goodell's going to be in a Brandon Bean costume making the pick for the Bills. <laughs> That's right. Who does the second round picks this year? It's a good question, right? You you'll have. Guest pickers. Don't they have fan of the year do that sometimes? Like would sometimes Reed that's the that? third or the fourth or the fifth. Okay. I think if I remember correctly now, the second round is often team legends. Depends. Again, we're like Yeah, because fi- Pat McAfee did one last year. For the Colts? Yeah. I don't remember what round though. Yeah. I think it was second or third. And Bruce Smith did one for the Bills at one point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get Josh Allen up there to pick the receiver. Let's go. Get him on the podium. Tell him to pick what he wants. So anyway, all that on Brian Thomas Jr., just a point that jumped out at me. Like, oh, here's another. It's not exactly Sammy Watkins, of course, but you're trying to figure out, okay, what does he do? Bank that. If you just banked everybody on what they can do, then you get to the potential. And that's where boards, you know, I get hung up on draft boards a lot, mainly that we never see them, ever. And we're just told to trust them and believe them as if you could put, What's the grade on Brian Thomas Jr.? Oh, it's an 86. What's the grade on Troy Franklin? Oh, it's an 85. Well, what's the difference? Do you feel like one has more potential? Is it more about ranges? Is it more about ceilings, floors? I have a tough time with one singular number, and if the Bills are on the clock and pick them between two guys that they have similar, is the potential built in? Do they want the guy with the higher ceiling or the higher floor? Like, There's a million parts of this that are up for discussion, and the board is taken as gospel that we never actually see. So that's a little you know digression for me. 803-0550 and 1-888-550-2550. If you want to call in, join us. It's fine. We'd love to have you. We'd love to hear from you. You know, if there's a thought to offer on receivers, go for it. If it's on something else, you know, we'll we'll dig into other stuff. A lot of news came out of the combine yesterday. The NFL player poll on these franchises, I think drives home an important lesson. I've got really good snark on that. I'm ready to just snark away. So we'll get to all that as well. 803-0550. We'll start off connecting with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at northtownkia.com. Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Virginia Beach. Quentin. Quentin, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, uh, I just 
you know, it brings to mind Justin Shorter. Um, you know, you talk about replacing Gabe Davis. You know, the hope was that, you know, he was going to be able to step in. I know, you know, he went away uh, last year. And then at the time he was practicing with the, the first team, but then was placed, you know, I guess back. I don't, I don't know if he was placed back on IR or they just uh, shelved him for a while. But uh, any thoughts on, you know, or any news or have you heard anything about uh, Justin Shorter? Um, appreciate you guys. Love to, love to listen yeah, to you. Yeah, thanks, Quentin. I'll make a point to ask Sal about him at the top of the hour. I've heard a phrase used for Shorter that I, that I kind of like, like it's a redshirt year because he didn't really play and he was hurt for a lot of it and they brought him back and activated him or opened the window to re- have him return. But the scouting report on, on Shorter, I pulled this up from last year. Again, we haven't really seen much of him with the Bills, so I don't think it's nuts to go back on what the scouting report was at the time. And there are a lot of, you know, there's only so many things you can do at receiver, right? So there's going to be overlap. But if I start to read this, you do get some Gabe Davis, right? Big and long with build-up speed and skill set to attack defenses via intermediate and deep routes. That was Davis. There's very little short. And with shorter, big wingspan, intermediate and deep, willing to play at the top of the route, battle for the ball. For anyone out there that wants the Bills to go out and get a big target that's a contested catch kind of guy, but you can be a contested catch guy and not be big. Like Diggs has been that. Diggs has long been one of the best contested catch guys in the NFL, despite not having the huge size. But what shorter can shorter can be that. I mean, I'm not banking on him to be much. The best I can bank on shorter to be is the Bills take their receiver that's gonna be the next young stud rookie that we're all going to get excited about and then they say we didn't take one in the fourth round because we believe in Justin Shorter like okay I can I can get into that a little bit weaknesses for him slow getting off the snap loses route momentum making turns below average foot quickness for yards after the catch like I shorter if that's a special teamer long term we'll see maybe he gets a little bit of a role in this offense but I don't think he's ever really marked for anything more than a role in this offense. They would have seen him for a full year, and it's a good way to find out. If they don't take another one somewhere, that must indicate some faith in him. Of course, free agency, too. We've got a lot of decisions to make on free agency. The Bills do. Thanks, Quentin. Yeah, I I, I don't want to completely push him aside. I, I did that with Isaiah Hodgins, who we never really saw for the Bills. And then when he came in, he contributed, then went to the Giants and became a, a depth receiver. So with Shorter, it's not thinking about him. If the draft ends and they only have one and they haven't added any depth there, then maybe I can hold out hope for a role player in this offense. 4-5 speed isn't exactly super fast. It was Gabe Davis's 40 time. Probably like 4-5. Four, 4-5-4. Five. Four, five, four. Yeah, exact, exact same 40 time for the most part. One hundredth of a second off. 803-0550. If you're on hold, stick with us. Get to more calls. It's the fun part of it, right? The scouting, what the Bills have to do. Brian Thomas Jr., lots and lots of goes. Doesn't mean it's all he can do. means it's the Bills' job and every other team's job to figure out what else can he do, how good can he be. 803-0550. Nate joins me at 7. Sal also at 7. And uh, some cover one film cut-ups coming up at 8. It is, of course, another day on the wide receiver train. This day with snow. Yeah, there's there's, there's snow on the ground Look here. outside right now. Oh, my God. What? When we started this segment, I could see the, the, the parking lot, and now I can't. Yeah, sorry for that 
extreme reaction, but I do the show with my back to the windows. I did not know that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, everybody. <laughs> 24 hours. We'll get through it. Winter will, winter will be over in 24 hours, I hope. 803-0550. Front hold right to your calls next on WGR. Trading Josh Allen for the number one overall pick here does a few things. Number one, it allows you to get a quarterback that could be as good or even better than Allen is right now. You look at the scouting reports of Caleb Williams. I'm all in on the hype. I think he is going to, like, honestly give Mahomes a run for his money in five years to be the best quarterback in the NFL. You reset your timeline, by the way, because right now you are in a Super Bowl or bust mode. Even though you're not a Super Bowl caliber team, it is still right now Buffalo, Josh Allen, Super Bowl or bust. Well, now you get a rookie quarterback in, your timeline resets. Now, all of a sudden, you're afforded maybe a year or two to reset your cap and now start to make improvements to your roster that you really can't afford to do right now because every year you're going for it. You move off of Josh Allen's massive contract and now start to dig your way out of the cap hell you're in. Yeah, we didn't get to that yesterday. That is... His name is Ryan Hickey. He made the rounds yesterday and, you know, whatever. You want to say he did it for engagement or clicks, that's fine. Who cares? He did get absolutely roasted by, well, everyone, including his own coworkers. He he works for CBS Sports Radio. He hosts the show Sunday nights overnight, and he's also on the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio, a show I don't really know much about, but... 
They brought him on to say, like, buddy, what are you talking about? Why would anybody say, why would the Bills in a million years say yes to that? Good morning, Jeremy White with you. It was listening to it, I mean, the first pick and the ninth pick for Josh Allen. Like He's like, yeah, who'd say no to that? Uh, Everyone ever the, in the uh, universe? The, the, it's not even close. <laughs> How about like, you could, I mean, listen, I know right now you're in a Super Bowl or bust window, but what if instead you got out of that? Oh, yeah, just spend two years not being in a Super Bowl window to reset your cap. Oh, just go back to 2017. Just take a time trip back there. How about the two years of this deal are resetting the cap from like the $50 million cap that you take from trading Josh Allen? I did think of a exercise, a devilish exercise. Like, let's say that you had to. Josh Allen said, I don't want to play for you anymore. No matter what, it's over. We're broken up. And you started fielding offers. This is like, it's not that far off a McDavid trade. I mean, McDavid's the best, right? He wins the MVP all the time, so it's not quite McDavid. But what are the deals? It's, okay, yeah, Chicago, uh, the first pick, the ninth pick, and DJ Moore, and Jalen Johnson, and... Tremaine Edmonds. Nah, the Bills already passed on him. Yeah. But maybe <laughs> you're going to win a defense Well, I'm now. just looking at, like, value. Like, Sure, like, you'd have to give – I can't even if I can't even fathom. Put together a trade package for Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. Allen and X. Wild. Ryan Hickey. Who says no? I got this idea. The first and the ninth pick. You, too, could have Caleb Williams. All right. And the fact that he, in that, said he's going to give Patrick Mahomes a run for his money, I don't agree with that at all. I, I know. The I Caleb know. Williams stuff is just like, he's going to be good, but he's not going to be that good. We'll see. The idea of being as good as Mahomes. Mahomes is an all-time great already. He's the best ever, the fastest. I mean, you want to say Brady's greater, fine. Mahomes is better sooner. Maybe he doesn't play as long, but Mahomes' pace is to dust Brady. He probably falls off that pace on some level and probably doesn't play till he's 45. But man, you got to make sure, you got to be careful not to fall in love. And I I say this as someone who has formerly been in love with picks and prospects because picks and prospects represent this rosy future of what you might be. And sometimes you have to look at what you do have and say, why, why go to the picks and prospects land when we are close enough. The Bills are certainly close enough. The idea that, I mean, I just don't buy this idea at all, that the Bills' cap situation is going to make them uncompetitive this year. And they have to they have to spend so much resetting it. Look at the Bills' cap situation next year. It's generally fine. And in two years, they are already fine. The idea that they have to, in this guy's mind, just get out of that big contract for Allen. Big contract for Allen by this time next year, unless he restructures, he'll be like the the mid quarterback paid in the NFL. Do you want it? I was going to save this for Nate, but I'll I'll just bring it up when he gets in. Do you want to know what Spotrac forecasts for the contract for Tua Tungavailoa? There's a story that the Dolphins are going to spend the combine, and this they're going to spend this free agency period. They're going to start looking into okay. 
it's time to talk about Tua's long-term deal. Tua is playing on the fifth-year option, and they got to sign him if they want to play longer term. Tua is a good quarterback who justifiably gets a lot of flack for big moments. They're not that good when they have to come from behind, but when they're in front or when they're t- he won the passing title. I mean, he's he's good enough. When I looked at Spotrac's Tua page and the market value, I say this as someone who spends a lot of time saying that we just need to, with quarterback contracts, accept the passage of time. Of course they get bigger. They always get bigger. They're going to pay that guy that much, and still I gasped when I saw that Tua's market value was six years, $300 million. Gasp. (gasps) What? In this guy's world, you would trade Josh Allen, who's paid significantly less than that for a rookie quarterback. Now, there are some teams that that could be a conversation. In fact, Miami is one of them that maybe should consider, all right, do we want to pay our pretty good quarterback top guy money? Brock Purdy, whenever his contract is up, this will be a conversation, right? When you've got these guys that are, I don't want to just pigeonhole game manager and Alan Mahomes, like there's only two tiers of quarterbacks here. But for these guys that are, not thought of as that physically gifted, I'm waiting for the era or the team that will move on from that guy, move on from, okay, he's pretty good, and move to somebody else. Because we're still at a stage where it does not happen as often as it should. When we talked to Matthew Collar on Tuesday this week about Minnesota and the Justin Jefferson trade rumors, he's very much pushing the idea that the Vikings should do not go back to the Kirk Cousins well another time I know you might be afraid of where you go from here, but going back to this and continuing to spend $50 million a year on a guy like this, you just don't have to do that. You could take a rookie, and hopefully it works out. But resetting your cap at quarterback, that part of it from Ryan Hickey there, that part of it's not nuts. It is nuts for the Bills to consider doing it. It's not nuts for half the teams in the league to think, you know, uh, why are we doing this? The Saints, why are they doing this with Derek Carr? They're going to pay him forever. He's stuck there. If you're a team that's going to think about bringing in Baker Mayfield, right? Baker Mayfield's a UFA. How many years do you want to do that? How much money do you want to do for that? You probably don't want to go $50 million. But guys in the middle, whether that's Geno Smith, I'm just pulling quarterbacks at random that aren't the guys at the very, very top. Miami and San Francisco, though, and what, Detroit, in the right scenario? Like, in the right scenario, think about the Jordan Love pick for the Packers. They make that pick with a guy that they can't bench right away. How many more picks would Jordan Love have gone before he went to a team where that quarterback was instantly in trouble? Or at least a lot sooner in trouble? If, I mean, the Patriots drafted quarterbacks when they had Tom Brady for a long time. None of those guys really threatened Brady until Garoppolo came along, and there was chatter they were going to move on from Brady that soon. But back to the original point about Ryan Hickey suggesting the Bills trade Josh Allen for the first and ninth pick. Man. (laughs) It's 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 football in February, right? That that's what we get. We get we get the takes. We get some good ones. 
803-0550 and 1-888-552-550. Join us. Nate will pop in with me at 7 o'clock. Sal Capaccio, we check in from the Combine at 7 as well as uh, things keep moving. We heard from some defensive linemen yesterday and some that did meet with the Bills. Get Sal's thoughts on what kind of defensive lineman they might be looking for. If it's an interior guy, one guy, one of the guys from yesterday referred to the idea of playing next to Ed Oliver as Sac City. The two of them would be getting after quarterbacks a lot. The problem is they're maybe too similar. That might push the Bills away from this player, defensive tackle. And I heard Chris Trapasso on with Mike Shope yesterday say he's only got two defensive linemen, interior linemen, maybe in the first round. So that if the Bills were going to look at this position, it might be unlikely they get it in the first round. So a few of those names to mention. Maybe the, the plan with that with Sal coming up at 7. 803-0550-1888-550-2550 to join us. I also have wild blow-your-mind stats, not stats, but facts on leap years that I didn't I didn't know until today. And if you thought the weather change was was intense here, somebody beat us. Somebody beat us and how big of a drop that was. You get that next as well. That'll be our stat of the day. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 30550 to join us on WGR. Hey, speaking of Jelly Roll, be caller 5 to win tickets. Pair of tickets to see Jelly Roll at KeyBank Center October 6th. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, March 1st, 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Tickets courtesy of Live Nation. Caller 5 to win a pair of tickets to see Jelly Roll at KeyBank Center. Call 221-4WGR. During the break, I asked Josh, are you a country fan? He said, depends. And then we got into another conversation because I asked him what is considered country and what's not considered country. He said Jelly Roll is sometimes yes. Yeah, I haven't listened to him all that much, but I know that people consider a, a country. Good majority of his songs. I, I, yeah. I am by far. I'm not a country aficionado, or have really never been a country fan. I say that because, as a precursor to, I don't know. I'm not the one to say something is or isn't country, pop country, this country, whatever. Is Zach Bryan country? To me, yes. Okay, I Zach. Mean, in that case, Zach Bryan is the first country. I I dig it a lot. Yeah, his stuff is really good. Like there's the there's the really well-known music he has, but then when you listen to his albums, there's like the deeper cuts that aren't really played on yeah. the radio that are just so good. Is Jason Isbell country? I don't know him that well. I, I do and I feel I'm like sure. maybe he is, maybe he isn't like, you know, whatever genres are sometimes the lines are written too too perfectly and guys are in and out of this box or that box. 
because J- Zach Bryan reminds me of Jason Isbell, and I like Isbell, and I like Zach Bryan, and I don't know that that means that I like that. Whatever. Anyway, I want to go. See, I, I would like to. He's coming to Key Bank Center. Zach Bryan would love to see it in like a couple weeks. I think like yeah. March tenth or something. Yeah, and uh, tickets if you go online are well on the secondary market are expensive. Is what it is. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Anyway, good morning. Nate's going to join me in a minute. Jeremy White with you. Joe's out today. Combine rolling along. Continuing coverage at our website, WGR550.com. Uh, Bill's State of the Bills article from Sal today is defensive tackle. And when we talk with him about that at 7, we'll also talk about the defensive tackles because a number of them yesterday spoke and talked about meeting with the Bills. There's a couple different ones and a couple different ideas for the Bills here. First round, second round. I don't think there's any doubt they're going to kind of reset there. Then, of course, there's Daquan Jones and how that factors in. If they're able to bring Daquan Jones back, maybe they feel less you know, focused on getting a young guy. I mean, Daquan Jones is 32, so how many years are you going to commit to him? Two? Maybe. Anyway, 803-0550, So the temperature drop and the snow ban. Patrick Hammer just tweeted out a picture. There's a seven-mile wide lake effect snow ban going over the city of Buffalo and in, in south. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not great. It's not great <laughs> to look outside. You might see snow on the ground. You might see snow flying where you are. A minute ago, it was flying around here. Anyway, we had a big temperature drop, but it was not as big as just the same system that came through in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, in the last 24 hours, the temperature dropped from 74 to 16, 24 hours. What did we go from? Like 66 or 64 to 20-something with a real feel lower. But in Milwaukee, from 74 to 16 in 24 hours. Cold system, snow, but hopefully this is uh, the last gasp and we're off into some spring pretty soon. 803-0550, our phone number. We'll check in with Sal. Nate Geary jumps in as well. Talk some free agency, talk some defensive line, and state of the bills with Sal at the website, State of the Bills Defensive Tackle. 803-0550-1888-550-2550. Combine coverage here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.